0: Hey Peppin. Yo, 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 yo. Wow, that was silky smooth. Hey,
1: what's your favorite uh what's your favorite rock band? My favorite rock band? Yeah. Uh, that would probably be uh Led Zeppelin. Oh. Or maybe Pink Floyd, but Pink Floyd's more like prog rock. Well, it has rock right in the name Yeah, yeah. I mean some people argue Pink Floyd's not rock because it's not just like Red Zeppelin and Jammy. It's, well, it's Jammy, but it's not Jammy in a way of like, dun, dun 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 dun. I might argue that Led Zeppelin's not rock, it's blues. So, <laughs> well, yeah, if you're talking about Old Zeppelin, that's definitely the case. The old Zeppelin is definitely blues.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or that one
0: song about the lemon. Remember that time Mr. Palmer yelled that? Oh, wait, I don't think you were there for that. <laughs> I don't think, so. I think he told me about it though. He's like, that. Yeah, he just like yelled that out in the middle of class when I mentioned Led Zeppelin.
1: (laughs) I was like, Jesus, dude. To be fair, he was epileptic, so that didn't help. Jesus. How is that? What does that do? Do epileptic people like lemons? No, no. it, It can cause like little spasms and sometimes people will say things just randomly. Or like shout out lyrics to Led Zeppelin songs? Pot- possibly. He was probably just being uh, Mr. Palmer, but in in this case I, I think I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Because <laughs> he came in that one time with all those like, I like God.
0: That was pretty cool. That was very cool. So, your favorite rock is, this intro is like a hundred years long. <laughs> Nate, we need to talk. <laughs>
1: okay, let's, let's just
0: fucking send it. Let's do it. Let's scratch that one. No, I think we should use it because it ends funny.
1: (laughs) epilepsy somehow?
0: (laughs) The epilepsy thing kind of derailed the comedy part of it. (laughs) Where you're like, oh, it's probably because he had a serious medical condition that threatened his life. Uh, yeah, jokes. Hey, jokes, you can come back in the room now. Nate's done being a fucking buzzkill. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend Nathan Peppin How's it going today Peppin?
1: You you I'm here. I am ready and uh, I like rocks. Wait, what What was the last part? Oh, how you do meter? (laughs) No,
0: no, 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 no. don't skip over this. Why did you just like randomly insert? I like rocks.
1: So okay This is the thing we think about rocks and rocks are Things that we actually eat. And people don't think about that. We eat rocks all the fucking time. Well, like salt. Case in point, salt. Yeah. So the other week, it's like, okay, my girlfriend got this like thing as a gift. It's like a Himalayan salt light. And it's got this like big light thingy in there. And then it's got like all these like Himalayan salt rock things. Yeah. I thought they were just rocks for a while, but then I actually like figured out they're actually like Himalayan salt rocks. I'm like, wait a second. If I lick this, is it going to be salty? So I licked it. It was salty. So I'm like, okay, this is great. So then I just kind of like took it, washed it off, and I just lick it at random points th- throughout the day. It's great. So
0: this just in, salt is salty,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's a rock that I like. And so much so, hold on, hold on. It's a rock that I like. (laughs) I bought this. Oh, you bought your own Himalayan rock salt. Oh, yeah. Yep. So this one's a little bit different because it's just like one giant thing of rock or whatever. Mm -hmm. But watch. Salty.
0: (laughs) He licked his... Oh, and it changed colors when you did that.
1: Yep, that's my magnetic charm. Whoa, it turned blue. Yep, this one's pretty cool. Is it a mood rock, too? Uh, let's say that, because that sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> but it's it's like, I think it's great. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, there's something about, like, the rock being this whole thing that we just, we kind of grind up and eat. It, it's just super weird, because we don't think about rocks, like, how we eat them and stuff. But it's like, we do. We do eat rocks. We're weird.
0: So when you when your girlfriend asks you to to pass the shakers, you're like, "Do you want more rock?" I started doing that.
1: Yeah, I bet you did. How did she take that? Oh, well, she, she she like, did you call it salt? And she also refuses to like uh, to have some of the Himalayan salt rock. So yeah. <laughs> Hold on! Did you just say? <laughs> She was just like, can you call it salt?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's really fucking funny. And I don't know why thing. that's so funny, but it's
1: really funny. <laughs> Then She just like very calmly, can you just call it salt? <laughs> so see, I have this here. You know why I have this? Because she caught what? me licking her rock. Or her rocks. Oh, and she, she caught got kind you. of annoyed. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say caught. I just was doing it, and then she got mad about it, and she said, "I mean, not mad, but she's like, yeah, no. If you're gonna lick a rock like this, buy your own rock." So I did.
0: <laughs> so talk to me about when did this rock obsession start? Was it with
1: the light rock? I think so. Well, because I thought they're really cool, and uh, I, it's like I, I just don't have an obsession like with rocks, but I also have an obsession with glass like unfortunately like uh hold hold on a second here oh my he's getting something else
0: they look like jars but we're gonna find out in a second i don't want to jump the gun and say that he's getting jars when they may not be an assortment of different size and shape jars
1: guys there's a lot of glass clanging and he's still getting things so this isn't even everything but uh so it's like i just like glass like glass is super fucking cool like it's see-through it can be different colors too so you can have different colors okay, but that looks like it had syrup in it yep this is a maple syrup one And so it's like okay, i can't yeah. throw it away like i'm a little bit of a hoarder in this regard because like i'm just like i don't want to throw it away it's so beautiful but it's also just so cool And, you know, I try to use it effectively, too, because not all these ones, I haven't found stuff to put them in, or stuff to put in. But uh, here's one that was a uh, hot sauce jar or glass. Yeah. And then we got some basic uh, ones here with uh, just... uh, Looks like it might have been pasta sauce. Yeah. Another hot sauce one. This one was uh, soy sauce, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It Uh, it could have been like a
0: vinegar or something, too
1: oil Ooh, this is actually uh, el yucatan or yucato uh, hot sauce that one's a very good hot sauce but uh, now you wouldn't know it's a hot sauce but i have all these little glasses and then this is like a tea slash uh, other kind of glass and all these glasses are just super fucking cool like it's amazing that we made this technology and i don't know why people just throw it out in the trash and this is why i have a little bit of a problem because i have too much glass now Well, don't people recycle it to make more glass? Uh, Yeah, true. We don't really have that here in Rochester, I don't think. I mean, maybe you do if you go to, like, the little place, but not in, like, our recycle bins. Uh, And then part of this glass obsession turned into, like, an hourglass obsession. Uh, Maybe not obsession. I don't think that's the right term, but. uh, Well, he's gone to
0: get more things. That's an hourglass. Oh, that's a cool one. So this one, it's an hour and a half. So this, oh, wow. this one's pretty big. 90 minutes of of rocks inside glass. Oh, he's getting something else. He just turned over the hour and a half one.
1: And then I got a couple more. So this is a 30-minute one, which is pretty
0: cool. Okay, yeah. He put it and on top of the other a, and
1: then rethought it. <laughs> and then we got a 15-minute one. This one's pretty standard. And then I have another one that I don't... I'm not super proud of but it, it's still cool oh god i got so much shit on my desk now but uh, that's so much stuff. so hourglasses make sense that you'd like those how's that because it's rocks inside glass exactly and i think there's a big metaphor in these uh, hourglasses too i mean number one i like them better for keeping track of time so like when i'm doing work like I'll actually just flip them over and use them as like a type tracker. Cause the thing is if you do set up an alarm for it, those alarms are very intrusive. It's like or you can make maybe have like a nice thing, but you have to like, kind of deal with it. Uh but a lot of times when I'm doing work, like if I go overtime, it's fine. I'm just doing more work. I'm kind of happy with that. So having something sign like this is kind of nice and it's, it's old school. I, I think it kind of brings in like some... I, I think old technology of the past get walked over a lot and I kind of like the fact that this thing can tell time without me having to like set some something sort of digital, right? It's like the analog version of it, which I think is very, very badass. Analog, analog time. time. Uh, I would not go to sundials <laughs> though, but it's also kind of the same thing with... Uh, <laughs> we got one of these guys here. And Oh, yeah, it's a thermometer. This is a galleon thermometer. And the way these work are actually really cool because essentially it functions by density. So water has a certain density at certain temperatures. And also these little balls here have like these they have like certain little tags on them. Those tags aren't important except for identification for us. But essentially these balls of glass will float up to a certain, like say, height, depending on the temperature of that and that's based off all based off density. And Galileo figured that back out in the day, so he came up with a thermometer based off that thing. Uh, if you think of like the old mercury style thermometers, they kind of work in a similar way, except with a single liquid inside like a small little tube, and that liquid expands according to temperature. It's kind of the same you know theory here, just a bit more obtruse. But this is another kind of old technology that gets kind of uh, overlooked, and it's. I can't say it's that useful because I think the more... I mean, okay, it's useful, but it's not practical because the more practical thing is to have a little thing on your wall or on your hand or whatever that just tells the temperature in like an easy way. But I think this is way fucking cooler. It, so is that to say that it's 80 degrees in there right now? Uh, probably. Uh, it seems about right. It's kind of hot in here. That's very warm. It's, it's like there's a certain time uh, in, the, in the night where everyone... So I'm on the third floor and everyone will turn up the temperature... All, all at once around this time and then that's when it starts getting like warm up here So uh, it'll be cold the whole day and then around like, you know Whenever it gets home from work or whatever they're doing. This is when it gets hot see like impractical old-timey ways of measuring things mm-hmm. uh, This seems pretty accurate or just things that do things like a uh, like these glasses Like I just find I don't know like I I sometimes get like watch videos of people blowing glass on YouTube and like it's something I could see myself doing to be honest. Like maybe I'd get sick of it eventually, but I would love to do uh, glass blowing. What about um like sand art? W- what do you mean exactly?
0: So you, you you have like different colored sands and you add them into bottles to like make things that look cool inside or even just like have cool colored patterns
1: and stuff. Uh I I've looked at that a little bit, not as much as uh I don't know, just glass blowing, but that stuff can be pretty cool. Some, some, I started this one that this guy did. He did, like, a whole portrait, and it was, like, a photorealistic portrait almost, and I don't know how people do that with stuff. It's probably something I wouldn't get into myself, but one thing I have thought about a little bit with uh, some of these glass things is I, I like, like, little lamps and lights. Like, I kind of like low-style low lighting, so I was looking at something yesterday with – uh Essentially, they take, like, these light bulbs, and they, like, fill them with Himalayan salt rocks, and then you kind of put them, you know, just as a normal light bulb, but it kind of gives that little filter and kind of makes it a little bit dimmer. Uh, I kind of like that idea, but you could do something similar with these. You could uh, you could drill a hole in here if you wanted to, but or rather you could probably just, like, feed a little uh, LED light bulb with a power strip and just fill it with, like, say, Himalayan salt rock or some other sort of thing and just have it lit up that way. And then you have these little nice, nice cool little lights around. And it's kind of essentially what this thing is right here. Like uh, with my alien one, that is this like a big rock with like a sat over an LED uh, strip down there. But that's something someone you made. I think it'd be cool to make something yourself.
0: Would but would you be able to resist continually opening the bottles to lick the salt?
1: Uh, well, uh, I wouldn't. <sighs> yes, <laughs> you're like genuinely thinking about this. <laughs> In this case, yes, because. <laughs> I'd be filling it with, like, big salt rocks. And big salt rocks is not as cool as the, like— or, sorry, little salt rocks. The little ones, or, it's like, the, the tiny-sized ones, you know, maybe they're not, like, uh, salt size, like, like salt grain size, but they're, like, the size of, like, uh, I don't know, pebbles, like, pebble-sized. Mm-hmm. Those are not as good as just big ones. Because he, he, here's the thing, like, take your hand, right? You can lick your hand, right? That, that's easy yeah. to do because your hand's of great size. Take a pebble. How hard is it to lick that pebble? That pebble— it's going to be super hard to lick because it's going to get stuck to your tongue or you have to hold it here and you're going to lick your finger. And, you know, there's just a whole big mess to it. So I think a big slab of salt is cool. A little slabs of salt are cool too, but they're not cool for licking. And what I learned as well is... Like, I bought this other little thing of Himalayan salt rock and, like, uh, this grinder thing. And it's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. You can actually grind it into, like, uh, stuff. But I'm like, oh, hey, let's do this. I'm just going to, like, take this little top off and put some of this, you know, medium-sized rocks or, you know, pebble-sized rocks on my food. This will be great. It was not great because it's, like, it's almost like you're chewing into, like, uh, pop rocks. But these pop rocks are, like, uh, I don't know, tinfoil. So how do you feel about rock candy? Uh, you ever had that
0: stuff it's like on a stick I think so I think it's, it's alright it's it's pretty much just sugar
1: that's crystallized I think part of my problem with it like I, I'm not opposed to it I think it's good but it's just this pure sugar and mm-hmm. it's not salty uh, I, I like hard candy but the thing is with hard candy it's there's like that that Heidi uh, how, how you say you have, you have to be patient with it which I'm not it's like oh like every suck time I get, on it yeah like, 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 like uh see roll pop like you know it's a matter of like maybe 5-10 seconds before it's like crunched down on it to get to like the gooey <laughs> center it, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it so uh, you can't do that with a salt rock because I mean you can but you don't want to why would you do that it's a just, it's just there it's an ornament but it's also a food a nourishment
0: so so you have given yourself a salt lick in your house that's kind of the idea
1: honestly <laughs> So you're you're becoming a deer, or a cow? I think so. I think so. And I don't know if I have like some sort of biological deficiency for salt because, like, as a kid as well, it's like and I'm not and as an adult, but you know, like sometimes I just crave salt. So I just like put a little bit of salt in my hand and just kind of lick it. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of, and I always put like way too much salt on my food. So I have like some crazy craving for salt, and this just fills that void even more. Hmm. Fascinating. So that's something weird about me. How about you, Meter? Can
0: you out weird me? You got. You would just put it like. Have you ever done uh, tequila tequila shots? Uh, technically yes, but I wouldn't say I've had the full experience. Oh, where you have like, you like you lick your hand and then you dip it in salt, and then you have a, a lime. And you lick the salt and take the shot and then bite
1: into the lime. I've never done that. The only way I've done tequila is just like I bought a bunch of shots like from like uh, the store and I just kind of did them like that. And it was terrible. Yeah. You got to do the whole. If you do the whole thing, completely different.
0: It's like having a Corona without a lime. It's like, why would you even do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what the people at the store were explaining to me. Like, you're you're going about this wrong way, buddy. Like, you're going to have something like get like a giant Sprite and put it in there. But don't just have it by itself. It's not for that.
0: Yeah. And then now you wouldn't even have to put any on your hand. You could just hold your rock in one hand (laughs) and just (laughs) lick your light and then take a shot. You wouldn't look crazy at all. (laughs) Everyone's like, let's do shots. You're like, hold on. Let me go get my light. (laughs) All right. everyone, Everyone gather around. Everyone could lick off it in a big circle. Uh oh it's uh, BYO rock, huh?
1: Yeah, bring your own rock, yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll supply the tequila. You bring your own salt because I ain't sharing Bub. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very funny. I like the the um clear liquors. They make me feel less gross,
1: especially in the morning. Like I feel like the hangover is less um oh, dramatic. Okay. Y- y- you meant from recovering? Okay. For, for a second, I thought you meant like in the morning when you drink it. Oh <laughs> it well, that clear. too.
0: It's much. It's much softer to drink in the morning than it is. Like you wouldn't want to have it like with a meal. With a meal, you want something like a dark liquor. But um, if you're just like drinking to get fucked, like uh, I would much prefer a clear. Although I don't, I can't stand vodka. Okay. And when you say drinking to get fucked, you mean like fucked up? Sure. <laughs> why? Why you gotta make that desertion?
1: Uh Honestly, when I think I started having a bit of a glass uh, obsession was when uh, I was involved in the paraphernalia. Yeah, uh, and it's like you look at like nice pipes and nice like uh, stuff like that, and you start just like like. I, I, you know, being super impressed by the workmanship and you're like, mm. this is well-made. Like, whoever made this, this is just cool, mm. right? And then you, see, anything that's glass is just super cool and then I kind of grew that appreciation and from there, it's always been like interested in, in glass. I mean, not interested, but it's just like I see like nice glass and it kind of, it kind of just like encaptures my my vision. And you think, how can I turn this into something I can smoke out of? Uh, that was the old Nathan. The old Nathan <laughs> just had that thought. Yes. Thanks, yes. Nate,
0: just think, those hourglasses could become gravity bongs. <laughs> Hour long gravity bongs. <laughs> that would be intense. It would be. Do you think that the like the sand in there could help like filter at all? What if it was like little uh, bits of charcoal or something?
1: Yeah, I mean probably.
0: That makes sense. Maybe there's a rock out there that can, oh, TM, 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 uh, trademark. Maybe there's a rock out there that you could put into like an hourglass that would, and you can make it like a one-minute hourglass that as it drained and the smoke came up through because it was pulled, uh, it would also be like cleansed in a way that would make it less harsh, like you do with a percolator or whatever, like what you like what happens when you pass it through a bunch of water but in a way that doesn't take out the effects of the smoking, but rather just the harshities.
1: Yeah, probably, probably. Like the tar or whatever. Yeah, I think I think probably just extraction purposes are like that. Uh, one thing, you, I had an idea for a while back, and I'm sure it's done, but it's like uh, it was the idea of a... You can do it with rocks. You could also do it with just like... A, I was thinking steel balls, but just any kind of like... A, metal or object that kinda of keeps its temperature and kinda of put that into the say the, the chamber or the bong and then just kind of go through that and then essentially it's gonna gonna cool the if you kind of have it frozen or you know frozen it's not actually gonna freeze but this is super cold, chilled. Then it kind of does that same sort of thing. And it takes the effect of ice cubes, but without being like ice cubey
0: Oh yo, here's an idea, okay? You take you have um the like the little ball bearings or whatever go all the way down the stem, and, but and also be at the base of uh, the the part where you pack too, um, so that the ones that are being hit directly with the lighter stay lit to keep everything charred permanently, pretty much. But the ones inside are all ice cold, so as it goes through, it like cools right down, but it also stays cherried up at the top, like simultaneously. I, I think we missed our calling in life here. What do you mean? We're 30, dude. We got plenty of time to
1: make a cool bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, for people who don't know, so I used to be involved in the that, that scene of trade. I was quite excited back then, and I made my own bongs. Like,
0: <laughs> it just passed the House recently as a majority uh, to federally legalize. That. And it's going to Senate probably 2021. <laughs> I think it's I think we're gonna have federally legalized marijuana, recreational marijuana in
1: twenty twenty one. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. But anyway.
0: I mean, it won't help
1: for New Hampshire, but <laughs> what is interesting with you? What is weird about yourself? Do you have anything? I mean, we're we're talking about it. That's not that weird. What? That you like marijuana? Yeah. What about what about me? Yeah, what's weird about you? I don't know. What is? Why? Ah. Uh, because I shared something about myself. Now we need something about you. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: what's this tit for tat thing? Because. What's this? I need some good. This is, see, this is a manipulation tactic that people use where, um, and, and it's very common in what Darren Brown does, where you can uh, convince somebody to do something for you by doing something for them
1: first. It's very manipulative, Nathan. So we haven't talked in a while, Steve, and I just want to get to know you mm-hmm. better and more.
0: Well, what I've been researching lately
1: is manipulation techniques so I can stop being manipulated by my best friend. Okay. And it's the strange thing about yourself that you like to manipulate conversations into how they're being manipulated.
0: No, I like to prevent being manipulated by you
1: specifically. I see. I see. So maybe you need to take your heart chakra and open it up a little bit. Just make it.
0: Does your heart have its own chakra?
1: Yeah, your heart chakra.
0: Oh, the the chakra of the heart. Okay, I understand now.
1: The one that's right there. Yeah, yeah. Because you have your heart chakra, your throat chakra. You have your um, what do they call it again? Your base chakra. I think They call it base. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just call it base. Yeah. If you're talking about sex. Yeah, it's like that. They say that's where the power of humanity comes from. Is from the base chakra, and it filters up yeah. to the head chakra. But then, if you get super good at it, you can actually flow the energy all the way up to the base of the head. Have Go out, and almost like a magnetic field, go back into the base. Perpetual energy.
0: Is that like an Ouroboros? No, no. No, an Ouroboros is like... That's the thing that eats itself, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, here... Yeah. He, that's what he, you're talking he, about. You're talking about it going up through and then back around. That's the exact same thing.
1: Well, here, it's actually more like an hourglass. I think of an hourglass. Okay. As having thinking of an hourglass. <laughs> okay, imagine the bottom half of this, right? And then every Mate, <laughs> you're holding little it. I don't need like to imagine field. anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're physically holding it, telling me to imagine the thing you're holding.
1: <laughs> imagine there's sand in here. Imagine the sand is falling at a rate of. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Where I'm going with this. I lost my train of thought. That's perfect. Well, that was a great episode. <laughs> wow! You, see, I'm supposed to be the one who like doesn't share about myself. I'm all shy and stuff, but no, meter's a shy one. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm very shy. That's this, uh, this weird thing about myself. Damn it! You got me. Ah, uh, listen. You have to make yourself vulnerable. I mean, it's like that okay. motivational speaker says: you can't get where you want out of life until you make yourself vulnerable. And you, okay. you know, didn't we, we have him it. on our
0: show? Uh, I think that was uh, Maxwell Ivey The blind blogger
1: No he said Ask what free you want This is a different one He said uh, You Miss 100% Of the shots You don't take So this is a shot That you need to take then Go for it Okay I'm ready for you Tequila Te-
0: give, me the, give me the salt Not I can take the shot <sighs> I got I got a bunch of dice uh, That I've collected For D&D um, uh, I collect old video game stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, was a little bit different. I really like collecting hats. See, see, the video game stuff is kind of interesting, too, because you don't... It's like some people just collect, like, shit like that and don't know much about it. That's kind of me, to be honest. Like, I collect shit, and I don't know much about it at all. Like, I just kind of think it looks pretty, and I just kind of take it. But, uh, like, you were telling me about one of these uh, video games things you had. It's like, I don't know. Like, it was from Japan. And you're like, Mm -hmm. you're telling me all about it and all the history of it. And I was just like, wow, you actually know quite a bit about this.
0: Yeah, I got really into like hyper obscure N64 peripherals. Um, Things that were used for controllers that were used for like one game or something like that. Like um, the, the heartbeat monitor, which is used for two games. Um, or the train controls, which is used for exactly one game. Uh, so those those I find very, very interesting, that something, like, so custom-made for just only one case use in the world.
1: Hmm.
0: I just think that's really cool.
1: Hmm. Right, right. I mean, it, it's actually kind of weird back in the day because uh, it, it's like things were a bit more of a... Mm-hmm. It, it, things were a bit harder to manufacture like custom made like nowadays like anyone can like uh, put like a breadboard design and kind of get it shipped out to some Chinese factory and they'll just print it like it, it's super easy mm-hmm. to get stuff made and then I guess getting the housing is a little bit different but you know it, it, it's nothing like too crazy but for like any sort of like little video game company to do that kind of stuff back in the day that seems like a like a big hassle like a big kind of step to do like a whole multi-adventure it does. And then will it be lucrative or not?
0: Um, I have this really cool dice. It's big, it's metal. This is actually heavy. Um, and it has the Extra Life logo as the 20 spot. It's a D20. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. And I got thing. it for raising money for uh, Extra Life.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I and can it think sits of one right other there. It doesn't get used. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, is that kind of impractical to use while you're playing D&D?
0: No, that would be really cool to use. And I may use it for, like, a boss fight or something. Like, it'll, like, get one use. and But mm-hmm. it will have to be special, you know, because that's a, that's a really cool dice.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Big Mac poster is kind of weird, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that? Yeah. It's got a yeah. shirt over it right now. Yeah, Mita's got this Big Big Mac poster. And it's just kind of strange. It's because a, Grand it, a, a, a Grand Mac. Oh, Grand Mac. Okay, okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a little bit weird because it's, like, corporate advertising. And it's not super common that someone's going to advertise something in their house. Like, like you might... Like, like, advertising is something that's done to you. So, when you're internally advertising to yourself, that's kind of strange. I mean, you can you can go into different arguments about that, too. Like, I don't know. Maybe you have, like, a poster up about Skyrim or, like, some famous TV show. But I think it's kind of the product. The product itself is the characters that they're advertising. But here, you're kind of advertising to yourself with the grandma, the daddy of them all. Yeah,
0: and I sleep right there and look right at it. <laughs> <laughs> It's more advertising for the cat than anything. <laughs> the Grand Mac was short-lived. It was around just for a sh- very short bit of time. And that's the official poster that they hung up in the sign uh, in the store window.
1: Hmm. How did you get it?
0: Uh, Brianne worked there. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So for some reason, she they were throwing
1: them out and she was like, do we want this? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When I worked at Gronkin Donuts, Donuts, uh, they had this giant uh, life-size thing of this guy named Gronk, who I guess is like a football player or something.
0: Yeah, Rob Gronkowski, yeah. number 87 for the Patriots.
1: He's the tight end. Now he plays for Tampa Bay. They had some sort of sponsorship deal with them, and so they had like Gronk and this other guy. But they had a big thing of Gronk this at this point, and it's like a—I'd say it's life size, but it's a bit more than life size, to be honest. But well, it was probably—he's a massive dude. Yeah, that's where it's a little bit tough because it's—it was definitely really big, and but I'm not sure if it was exaggerated. But I think it may have not been because he could have been that size feasibly. But uh, anyway, we were supposed to be throwing it out because the promotion's ending. And then somebody asked if they could take it home, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what, what do you want it for? Just to have. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. So, I think it's, it's cool. called a shower buddy, Nate.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't know what me and the Mac have been through. Okay, okay. See, I, I don't know. Oh, hey, we got a new uh, comment here from Hinata Hugh. Uh, hello, Hinata. She's new here. It's great to see you. We're definitely going to be wrapping up here soon, but we have plenty of episodes you can check out. Uh, if you want to, you know, get in touch with us, have any suggestions, definitely let us know what to talk about and we'll talk about it eventually. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, one thing I think that's kind of interesting is that it's like a guy or say a girl takes a home, like a giant life-size thing of Gronk. That's fine. But if just like some super sexy supermodel, say like Stacey Keebler and take like a life-size little poster of her home, or like a cutout thing. Is that creepy?
0: I mean, it's equally as creepy.
1: Okay. I'm a war with
0: that. I'll accept that. <laughs> I think it's an equal amount of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, why does
1: the... I, I don't know that the gender of either matters. Well, maybe... I, I see, I feel like I'd get judged for it, but it's like people don't judge when you want to take Gronkowski home. But if I was going to bring home, like, a Stacey Keyber, it, it sound people would judge it that. It sounds like you did. What? sounds like you judged the Gronk. Uh, uh, no, I didn't judge. I understood. I understood. But I just realized that if I did it, I'd get pushback. Yeah. Oh, so you let them take it. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's like, it's going to go in the trash anyway. What do I care? I don't know. What do you care, Nate? Well, sometimes I don't care at all. I mean, that's especially when I'm sleeping, because when I'm sleeping, my eyes are just kind of like innocuous to the outer world. And maybe there's some sort of inner world happening through the form of dreams, but I really just don't care during that time. And, you know, but if if you guys definitely care, you should let us know through messaging. How do you message people? Well, Twitter, Facebook, you know, like Twitter.com slash We Need to Talk Show or Facebook.com slash We Need to Talk Show. Meter, I think you have a correction to make. Nate prompting me to
0: correct him because he knew, knew one of the tags was wrong. <laughs> the Twitter is WNTT1,
1: Facebook.com slash we need to talk show. We have a Patreon. If you want to donate donate to us, definitely do that because uh, we'd appreciate it, especially my wallet. Uh, I am a poor college student who is going to, to work full time. So just feel bad for me and just give me all the money. That, really, just put it right into my PayPal, not meters, uh, you know, thing. So.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the The best way to find all of this stuff is we need to talk dot show, and that'll take you directly to our podcast NH link, which has all of these links right on it. Everywhere you can watch us, um, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Patreon. So,
1: uh, highly suggest to check that out. And one last thing is uh, they're still probably going to be going a a, a a fundraiser at the time this is released. They'll be going till February. It's done by the Plunge Podcast. They're raising money for the Special Olympics in New Hampshire. It's a very local charity near and dear to our hearts. So definitely, if you guys see this and you have a little bit of money to donate, especially after this holiday time, uh, go to this website. The website is fundraising.sonh.org. Uh, what's the rest of it, meter?
0: There's a whole big, long mess of, of uh, website. Someday I may buy a, uh, buy a shortened version. But this year, uh, we'll just say, link's in the description. Fuck. I was trying to take the easy way out, and then you took the easier way out.
1: <laughs> and it sounded great until it didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, I think this is the end of this episode. Uh, so let's say something quippy, and then we'll say we need to talk at the end. Something quippy. We need to talk at the end. We need to talk at the end. We need to talk.
0: (laughs) Nate saved it.